Hello and welcome back to another episode of Faye Answered Questions. Uh, this is the podcast where the Faye family tries to answer questions about life. Uh, this week, I'm joined by my lovely parents again. Hello, Mom and hello, Dad. Hello. G'day. And this week, uh, the big question that we have is kind of, I guess, one of the biggest questions out there, but what is the meaning or the point of life? And is there one even? Um, so big question. I don't know where we want to start. <laughs> we want to start with privet to my Russian friends that are listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. So South Africa, Germany, and now Russia. Woo! We're taking this world by storm. Global franchise. <laughs> We're a very slow storm. <laughs> <clears throat> It'll get there. It's exponential. We're, we're picking up. Exactly. <laughs> um, the meaning of life, what is the point of it all, is a question that has been asked for centuries. Yeah, I guess since we've been able to think, really, um, like There's, people, philosophers have been asking this for a long time. And I don't think we're any closer to an answer. I think it, it depends on the person and and where you are in life, I think that the meaning of life was the point. It changes as you grow mm. and develop in your life. So what I thought the point of it all was when I was in junior high, high school, college is not what I think of it is now. Mm. And, you know, and it, it also depends. I was thinking about this this week and did a little bit of research. I didn't have time to do much. But it also depends on your religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, if you're a Hindu, it, it's something totally different than, mm -hmm. say, you know, white American Christian, Christianity. Right, yeah. That was, that was the other half of the question I was going to pull up later in the podcast was, like, can we separate this out from, from religion and to question just on its own. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're an atheist, your meaning of life is totally different to if you're a religious person, doesn't matter what religion you are. Uh, an atheist has a view that there is there is no God, no this, no that, no afterlife. And so their point of view on the meaning of life is totally different, mm. uh, as is Satanists. Uh, if you want to go that route, uh, <laughs> their point of view is totally different. I, uh, I watched a scary movie last night. I don't. I don't want to. Don't want to bring any of that up. <laughs> watch Exorcist again. I watched Hereditary. Oh, again? Yeah. Bob, that you know movie. Better. That movie's not scary. Oh yeah, the you second time it wasn't as scary. Fucking watching it the first time, midnight to two a.m. I couldn't couldn't sleep for a week. Yeah, I can remember someone that wanted to watch The Exorcist with me. Uh, all right, Didn't like but, it when I woke him up the next morning. Yeah, okay. I wanted to watch the movie not get scared shitless at 5 a.m. the next morning when you walked in <laughs> and like shook my shoulder and then a demon voice went, that's that's what dads are here for. See, that's what dads are here for. That's the meaning of life for a dad. <laughs> I was so terrified. The only thing I could do was pull the covers over my head and turn away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like when you guys were watching Jurassic Park in the bedroom <laughs> and scratching at the door. <laughs> that was a good one. And Oh, yeah, and spoilers for the episode we recorded without you. Oh. Oh. When are you dropping that one? Uh, that'll be the last episode of the season. Oh. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, so, so it... It's a different meaning for different people. I mean, like, what's the point? Well, you're here, you're living, so you might as well enjoy it, find something to do. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, you may believe you only get one go around on this rock, so mm. enjoy it, do the best you can. Um, yeah, other people, you know, they get so drawn into contemplating what is the meaning of life and what is, what are we here for? What's the purpose that they literally don't do anything. Mm. They, they get stuck in that 
I don't know what to do. What's the meaning of me doing this? It's like they overanalyze everything and it becomes, I had a crutch for them not to do anything. Mm, And it cripples them to the point that they, they don't want to take a chance. Well, do you mind if I ask you, like, what did you think the meaning of life was when you were younger and in college, I guess, for the both of you? And then how has that changed to now? Was it like when you were younger, was it just like, oh, sex, jokes, rock and roll? <laughs> like, let's just go and enjoy life and then change? Mine, or? Was, a little, mine was a little different. It was, I need to get out of the situation I'm in. Hmm. I, I, I wanted to move away. I don't want to be here. I see what the environment I was raised in and I don't, I don't like it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be drugged down by that. I'm better than that. Mm. So my whole point was I need to find what I'm good at and be good at it and get out of it, you know, go for the money, get, get a better life. And okay. now it's, it's not that anymore. It's, it's the enjoyment. It, it's being able to, to look at the, the beauty and the wonderment and the amazement of nature around you, of the way things go together, the way things work. It's just like, oh, I need to slow down a little bit mm. and smell the learn roses. To, yeah, learn how to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Your father's looking at me with judgment. <laughs> um, and, and I think that's a big one for me is I, I, I want, there's so much in this world to see, to do, to experience that I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to experience everything, but I just do it so fast that I miss a lot of the experience. So for me, the point of everything now is to slow down and to enjoy it and to, you know, really spend time diving and, and enjoying the the wonder of everything that you see underwater and and that kind of stuff and enjoying being able to spend time however we can with you kids and you know just that part of life that's kind of where right. I am now. Right. What about you Dad? Uh I think and I don't I don't think it matters how you're raised in terms of religious beliefs. Um, When you're young, uh, even teenage through, say, your 30s, religion takes a back seat. Um, The meaning of life for most young people is I want to make money, want to be successful. I have, well, not even I want to, I am going to be. Um, Right. The, uh, the, uh, the idea that uh, you would never be successful doesn't cross your mind. Um, Can confirm that has been my mindset. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's it, and that's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And then you get out in the in the world, and you get kicked in the teeth a couple of times, um, uh, and things don't go your way a couple of times, and suddenly you take a step back, and you're like, "Well, shit," you know, what's what do I want to do? And for some people, Bill Gates, uh, um, God, it's, thank you, Steve Jobs. I can't believe his name escaped my mind. <laughs> uh, for others, the kicks in the teeth just propel them forward, and they're like, no matter what, uh, for that, and I dare I say this, average human kicks in the teeth slow you down. Right, and you, and you start to reevaluate life and what you want to be and where you want to be at, um, and then you know you get to where you've got kids, and suddenly your life changes because you've got kids, and so the the meaning of life becomes well, I need to raise the kids, I need to make sure that they're happy and fed and clothed and sheltered, and uh, they've got what we didn't have, um, uh, and then you get on in years and the meaning of life changes again to uh oh well now i'm looking forward to retirement so now i need to make sure i've got enough money for that blah 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 uh you know and 
and we get lost, particularly in the Western world. I would put this to the Western world, you know, America, Europe, Australia. Uh, we get caught up in all that. Mm. Not so much in uh, Eastern culture. Uh, you know, Asian culture and Eastern culture, there's totally different. Um, they're taught they're taught differently from the beginning. And so I think if you go to uh, if you go to countries like um, uh, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, Jordan, uh, you know, even Azerbaijan, Uzbekistan, um, China, Japan, uh, Taiwan, Thailand, you go to those countries, the Philippines, uh, they're 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 raised in a whole different sphere with a whole different outlook than what the U.S., Britain, Australia, New Zealand, uh, France, Germany, uh, and uh, and all those countries are raised from. Yeah, um, that, was, that was the other point I was going to bring up was seems like a lot, and you said like teenage through 30s is just like, oh, I am going to be successful. Like you get, we get trapped in this, oh, like I've got to, you know, make money. So I can like buy stuff and get ahead and like, you just end up getting getting trapped in this cycle, and so that that for a lot of people that becomes their meaning and point to life is like, oh, I've got to get up and go work to make money to you know get things right um, to impress people we don't like. Yeah. Oh, hey, we, we've said that before on this podcast. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's almost like we only have a few things to say, and we're trying to stretch it out over a lot of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's one thing that I've been reevaluating more recently is, well, like, what do I actually want to do? Oh, that was nice right next to the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> <a> good one. <laughs> I just turned it off. <laughs> but yeah, so been, you know, reevaluate, reevaluating, uh, you know, what I want to do, what I want my life to look like. Um, and like you, mom, I've been afraid to like, you only have, you know, like 80 whatever years here, you know, on this planet. And like, it's not enough time to see everything and do everything you want to do. Um, and so that's why, like in the previous episodes, when we talked about like, would you extend your life if you could? I was like, hell yeah, I would. Like I would, yeah, I would, you know, give me time to, go and see these things and meet you know new people and everything you know but i i think um you know speaking of meeting new people <clears throat> wherever you are you're if you put yourself out there you're going to meet new people and if you make an effort to meet people of different backgrounds different cultures different viewpoints even if you don't get to go to say india but you have the opportunity to meet and interact with Indian people who are here working or visiting or whatever. You kind of can get a little sense of their culture and you can learn so much more than just the touristy things. By speaking with them, you can find out what their daily life is like. And, you know, you, you get that opportunity. So if you can't travel, find those opportunities to expand your horizon and find a new viewpoint by visiting with people who are different than you. doesn't mean mm -hmm. you have to agree with them, but you do need to listen and listen to learn and to have that interaction. And, you know, you might find out that, you know what, you just made a friend for life. And if you find yourself in their country and something happens, you'd be like, Oh, Hey, I'm over here. And they'd be like, you know what? My mama's just down the road, my uncle, you know, and then all of a sudden you have an extended family or extended group of people that are willing to help you out because you treated their relative with kindness. Mm -hmm. right. So, I mean, you know, that that's also kind of the point. <clears throat> Treat people how you want to be treated or how you want mm -hmm. your, your children or spouse or partner to be treated if they were in another country just getting their legs and trying to figure things out. And I saw a video a while ago. It was an interesting point. It's a lot more like 
philosophical and big picture. Um, but it talks about nihilism a lot. Are you, are you too familiar with? Yes. All right. Uh, so for those not familiar, it's uh, kind of a philosophical train of thought brought around by, uh, I think, Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche. I forget how to say his name. Nietzsche. 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 Sorry. Thank you. Frederick Nietzsche. Um, and his line of thought is like, oh, you know, there's pretty much like no point to life. Like, like why are we here? Like, what's the point? Like, whatever. But the twist in this video um, is that they put on it, they subscribe more to like um, what they called an optimistic nihilist point of view. So it's like, yeah, like even though there may not be some ultimate point to life, you know, we can still enjoy it, still, you know, be here. Like none of us chose to be here. Um, like our parents decided to have kids. <laughs> so here we are. Um, so like, why are we, you know, like mean to everybody else? Why not, you know, you know be kind, enjoy where we're at in life. Because like, while every moment ultimately, yes, doesn't matter. Like every small moment in life is still the most important moment in somebody's life. Sure. Right. So, and I thought that was it, was it was a very uplifting video, and I'll I'll put a link to it in the description. Um, it's a good good watch, like a ten minute video. Well, you know, and I'll back off that a little bit. I'll jump on that a little bit, I guess. Um, take my life. You know, I'm coming up blam 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 years old. Um, it's the big five zero, folks. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Uh, and I've had a very interesting life. Born and raised in Australia, uh, traveled the world, and today, even uh, I know that if I needed something, I could call a Romanian. I could call a Frenchman. Ooh, our Hungarian friends. I could call anyone in Hungary uh, our Hungarian uh, friends. Um, I could call South Africans. I could call New Zealanders. Um, uh, you know, uh, Mexicans. Um, uh, I could call Brazilians and Argentinians and Israelis um, on the phone. And say, hey, uh, you know, I need I need a help. I need a hand. You know, do you think? And I have no doubt in my mind um, that it would happen. And for that matter, just in case you know, I could call people in Great Britain too. I know plenty of people in Great Britain. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it's just it's just I've got people around the world, and you know, for me. Probably one of the best things I've had in my life, and it, it could be the meaning of life, could not be, is to go and meet people from all four corners, which is really hard to understand how we came up with that saying, seeing as how we got around the planet. But no, no, all no, four no. corners of the world. Mistaken, the world is flat. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all four corners of the world, I can talk. And without a doubt, they would come to my aid if I needed it. Mm. Um, then I theirs, you know, uh, you know, vice versa. But I, I think that's that's kind of the the point of it is you is you make those connections with people, and you may never leave your safe, comfortable rut that you're in. But you have the opportunity with people coming here or wherever you are and meeting them. But you have that opportunity to facilitate change in their life or to, you know, foster a relationship with them that at any point down the road they could call and you could be like, oh, yeah, not a problem. I know this person. You could be the, yeah. the person that makes the introductions because you are a willing vessel. And an open door to everybody so that you just meet these great people. You know, everybody has a different 
purpose or meaning, whatever you want to call it, for their reason for being here. And, you know, you, yeah, if you want to get deep and into it, you know, you can find your meaning and all this stuff, but, you know, enjoy your life. And it goes back to what my grandmother always said and drilled into us growing up, you know, treat people how you want to be treated. And so, you know, if you want to be treated pleasantly when you go into a shop, treat them pleasantly when you go in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you you think about it, you, you know, you, you go into the shops and do your shopping and you're checking out and they're not as friendly or chatty with the person in front of you. But you don't know if they just got chewed out 10 minutes ago by a Karen. You know, they may have had somebody be horrible to them. They may have had a death in the family. They may just be feeling, you know, useless and and really down that day. And, you know, sometimes all it takes is a smile from somebody to say, hey, I really appreciate the great job you're doing. And that changes their whole outlook on life. And you don't know what your actions and how you react to people, how that's going to affect your life. I mean, we had, what was it? There was when the bad weather came a few weeks ago or whatever, when it got to minus 20, and it wasn't ever supposed to get that cold here. We had to go into the grocery store. And in the South where we are, when the weather gets below a certain point and there's a call for flurries, people run to the grocery store and take all the milk, bread and chips. Like, I don't know why you need carbs and fat and <laughs> to survive the snow apocalypse, but apparently you do. You gotta, you gotta thicken up, you know? Yeah. For two days? For two days. I mean, you don't have enough junk in your house. Um, and they tend to become very nasty to the staff there, the checkers that are, you know, doing that. Mm-hmm. We had already been to the store before, but we had to go for, I think we didn't have the right vegetables for a dish we were making or something. And the poor girl that was checking us out, she just looked very like, I guess it was early in the morning because we said, Oh, how did it go last night? And she was like, Oh my God, it was crazy. And we looked at her and we said, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. You're doing a fabulous job. Keep smiling. You're great. Well, and she was just like, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, we had to go back in midweek after all this stuff and the trucks weren't going to be able to get in for another, you know, it was going to take them another seven weeks to get restocked because the trucks couldn't get there for seven days or whatever. It was crazy. She saw us when we, we made a point to go through her line. Mm-hmm. Her whole countenance changed from the person she was dealing with in front of us to us. And we were like, Hey, how are you holding up? And, you know, she was very grateful. So it's little things like that, that you do that help people see that life isn't pointless. People do care. So you never know. Nice. Good. Good consensus of be kind to people out there. (laughs) Yeah. I I think the, you know, probably the easiest way to, to sum it up is the meaning of life is to make life enjoyable for every other human being on the planet. Mm. All right? If you're a Karen or a Chad, stop it! (laughs) Chad's probably not the right term there, dude. Oh, well, what is it? I don't know if we have one for for dudes. For male Karens? For male Karens. I'll get back to you, but it's definitely not Chad. Oh, okay. I've been misled in my terminology so yeah, you by, have. by the younger generation. <laughs> but anyway, if you're either of those, quit. Because it's not worth the agony. All you're doing is making yourself miserable. Right. You know, put some joy in someone else's life. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, Richard, Richard, Richard. See, so, yeah, this is this is why you have Google on your phone. <laughs> oh, did you just look up male Karen? Well, hell yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ken. 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 Ken's a good one. Ken. I do like I do like Richard because you can just shorten that down to Dick. Yeah, Dick. <laughs> dick. <laughs> Don't be yeah, a dick. You could be a dick. Very self-explanatory. Yes, uh, Ken or Richard. Chad is in there. Yes, thank you. It's still not the still not how the young people use it. Well, okay, okay. Sorry, young people, for offending your uh, ultra swag language. Just saying, uh, Chad is like alpha male, like muscly dude, like oh, Dick. I mean, sorry, Richard. Oh, what a peacock. Yes, peacock. peacock. Okay. All right. <laughs> and anyway, that has been internet lingo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for whoever you are, stop being a Karen, male or female. All right, stop putting some joy in the world and other people's lives and whatever alien you may come across. <laughs> All right, because they do exist. See the NASA video last week. Um, anyway, I, I mean, I think, I, I think if you're out here in the world. Uh, regardless of if there is a heaven, a Shangri-La, whatever you want to call it for whatever your religious belief might be. Reincarnation. Uh, you know, if you uh, believe in reincarnation and you come back again and again and again, uh, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is the meaning of life is while you're here, Number one, make the planet better. You're not here to rape, pillage, and steal from the planet. You're here to make it a better place to live. Um, so you want to make the planet better. Lessen your impact on the planet. All right? Uh, number two, make it a better place for other people. That means... Turn the frown upside down, folks. <laughs> Smile. Say hello. We were out, uh, for instance, we were out uh, walking last week. Yeah. And uh, two young guys came towards us with a, a puppy on a leash. Um, and I'll say this, not meaning anything one way or the other, one black, one white. Kids, that is. And both of them said, hello. And we said, hello, how are you? Oh, we're good. And that's a nice looking puppy. Oh, thank you. And we walked past one another and then they both turned around and said, have a good night. And we were like, well, you guys have a good night too. <laughs> like, it's not hard. They were, they were kids. But, you know, we don't have any crap against one or the other. It's they were kids. Hello. How you doing? What's the matter? Shoot. God, does it matter? I mean, they were out walking this rambunctious puppy, and they were obviously friends and having a good time. You know, so why should they be worried that two old farts were walking toward them? You know, <laughs> we just were like, hey, how's it going? I mean, it was the same thing. You know, be conscious of what's going on around you because another night when we went for a walk, the one of the neighbor's dogs had gotten out and this dog was known, to, she's older and has been known to be aggressive towards other people and dogs mm. when she gets out. And there was a young college girl walking her dog. And she we already gone around the corner so she hadn't seen that. And we just said, hey, we just want to let you know the. One of the neighbor's dogs is loose and has been known to be a little aggressive. Just wanted to give you a heads up. She may or may not do anything, but wanted to give you a heads up with your dog. You know, have a great evening. You know, be careful. And um, she was like, oh, okay, thanks. And we just went on our way. And I don't know if she went a different way or not. I didn't really pay attention. But, I mean, it's little things like that that you might not think anything of it, but it could make somebody else's day. So we were trying to make it a better a better evening for her so she didn't have to, you know, get her dog out of a dog fight and have to go to the vet for an emergency visit or whatever. You know, we spared her some trauma. Right. right. You know, it, it's it's things like that. It's 
you know, so you carry a spare umbrella in your car and you see somebody, you know, kid walking to school cold and raining, hand it to them and go on or, you know, whatever. It's just those little niceties. Hold the door open for a mother with a stroller. Good Lord, she needed to get out of the house and she braved it with the kids. So just hold the door open for her. You know, those three minutes that you wait to help her get through the door is not going to ruin your day. It's going to make her day. Right. You know, smile at the grumpy old man reading his newspaper at the coffee shop when you get your coffee. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. those little things that makes life better. Maybe the meaning of it. I can't wait to be a grumpy old man. I'll yell at all those kids to get off my lawn. Listen, you're an old soul as it is. You've been an old soul since you were born. <laughs> I think I, I think one of the best things that I've ever learned in my life is learn about other people. So, um, as you know, uh, I spent a lot of time in Hungary. Mm-hmm. So I learned. A little bit of Hungarian. Well, I learned a lot and forgot a lot. So I've retained a little. You retained how to say ice. No, that's me. That's your mother. (laughs) Um, So, you know, you know, I know, I know that when I go to Hungary, I can look at someone and say, you'll now pot, posh, posh. Hello. How are you? Uh, I know that when I go to Japan, I can say, Konnichiwa. I know that when I go to France, I can say, bonjour, ça va. I know that when I, you know, go to Russia, I can say, privet, you know, hello. I, you know, I know that uh, when I go to Germany, I can say, guten Tag, good day. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's things about the world that learn something about someone else. I've got these two lovely ladies uh, at work. Uh, Hispanic. We joke all the time. Whenever they see me, I joke with them. They joke with me. Uh, but since getting to know them, I've started to learn a little bit of Spanish. So I could, you know, I can go to them and I can say "Buenos dias, cómo estás?" and uh, you know, "Good morning, how are you?" Uh, they appreciate that. Their faces light up. You know. Uh, they they joke, they wave. They can be across the street, they wave. <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm not like everyone else. I don't treat them the same way. And I think that's the big thing about the meaning of life is we're one world, one planet. Yes, we're 8 billion people, maybe too many. Refer to earlier podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, we are one planet. We are one, we are one race. Uh, whether we be the only race or not is up for debate. Uh, but, you know, we've got to survive here. And you're not going to survive having countless wars all the damn time. So we've got to, look, we've got to learn to figure it out. And I think the older you get, probably the more that sort of attitude you adopt. You know, my earlier days was not that kind of attitude at all. Um, but that was my career and my job and a few other bits and pieces beside that. Um, uh, but a lot of testosterone and a lot of youthful vigor. That's, but, that's um, where this, this is where you would use the term Chad. Right. <laughs> right. Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I think as, as you mature in life, you tend to, you tend to start to look at things differently. So, and going back to my earlier comment, you tend to start to look at things in terms of, oh, I've, I will be successful, I will be rich, I will be that, given a Western upbringing, to, oh, I've got mean? kids and now I need to make sure my kids are set up, and my kids do better than I do, and, and things change. Your, your viewpoints on life change as you age and as you mature. Um. And so, you know, the meaning of life is a hard one. Uh, and I think probably just as difficult would be purpose in life. 
but your purpose in life is? I think you don't need to be one of those philosophical people that sit around and read all these philosophy books and think about this all the time without actually doing something. They become very obnoxious because they think they have the answer for everything, but they really don't get off the couch to experience it. It's, it's a different version of a TV couch potato. They're a intellectual. Yes, they're an armchair expert. And it's like, you're so analytical of things, you can't even get off the couch to do anything. You've overanalyzed things into a paralysis state. Yeah. Um, somebody who I, I want to direct you guys to, um, with you guys talking about getting up and actually doing something, um, this, there's this guy on YouTube. Uh, his name is Bo Miles, B-E-A-U and then miles um he does a lot of like outdoorsy like adventuring stuff and it's all like very very different stuff um but he's got an awesome awesome philosophy on life and how he goes about you know how he just sees the world um so i'll send you i'll put a link in the description i'll send you guys a a video or two of his um But they're, he's fantastic for like somebody that's like actually like goes out there and, you know, does things. And And I think that's the thing, Josh, like in our life now, uh, at at the age we're at, like, um, and I'll, let's pick up on your YouTube. We let's talk about YouTube for a minute Hmm. and folks, we don't get paid for this so this is purely unsolicited promotion for these people right you're hearing this um, shit for free <laughs> yeah uh, they get they get subscriptions for free uh, <laughs> like i told you uh vaynerchuk yeah he's great um i listened to jordan peterson the uh philosopher out of Canada who's very right-wing and very tough. And I was very, about to say controversial, but continue. Yeah, he is very controversial. But, you know, I subscribe to him, Jordan Peterson. Why? Don't agree with everything Jordan Peterson says, but I'm taking in what he says, mm. and I'm either agreeing, disagreeing, analyzing, whatever. Uh, I... I Watch a YouTube channel, and you'll laugh at this, Joshua. Um, very uh, out there. A lovely young lady. Young. She's 23. That's she my age, in, Dad. She lives in Washington State. She is hippy-dippy. Way out there. Lives in a tiny home in the hills of Washington State, um, which in the country you and I have been to. Yep. Um, like, God, like so left wing, happy, hippie, like smoke pot, do yoga, do yoga, (laughs) own garden, Isabel Page. And I love her channel. She's just high on life. And um, she's, she, you know, a lot of her political views and that kind of stuff I don't agree with. And she tries to keep that out of it. You could see what way she leans. Uh, You know, don't care. She's just totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listen to Jordan Peterson. I listen to Isabel Page. I, I listen to Vina Chuck. I listen to, uh, we've got people we listen to like uh, one called Sailing Delos, um, which is a, uh, a sailing vlog channel. Um, uh, we listen to them because. Uh, you know, their lifestyle is different to what our lifestyle is. Um, we, we, we pull in, you know, we've got hydroponic gardeners. We've got no-dig gardeners. We've got regular till the earth and smoke friggin' pesticides, pesticides and everything else. Across Roll the coal, place. baby. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, burn coal. And, you know, we listen to, we listen to a broad spectrum of people. So that we can assimilate all the information we take in to what works for us and live our best life. Right. But the other reason you do it with an open mind and listening is 
it helps you solidify what your beliefs are, but it also gives you the ability to have conversations with people of different staunch beliefs. Mm. When, when they're talking, you can hold an intelligent conversation. You can ask them those probing questions as to, well, why do you believe that? What's Mm -hmm. the background on that? And actually know what, a bit more what you're talking about. And a lot of times you find people that have, you know, staunch views one way or the other, when you start to question them and you can hold an intelligent conversation with them, you find out that they really have no idea what they believe. They don't understand it because they either just that person that they, they got the idea from had charisma and they like them. But then you start going, well, this is kind of what they, you know, hey, this is what they believe. This is this, this is this. And they're like, no, it's not. And you're like, oh, honey, go research that. Right. And then you start to realize, oh, oh, or it's the opposite. Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? And you're kind of going, well, not really, but um, I'm sorry, you don't know me. And you leave your little beliefs there. But it gives you... um and gives you that ability to connect with people on different levels, challenge them intellectually, or, you know, at least with some intelligence on their beliefs and have information to back them up. And it helps you become a better person too, and helps you understand why you believe the way you believe. Right. Yeah. And I've got one guy that I met um, while I was about a year ago now. Um, but his point of view is very, very different to most people, I'd say, or a good amount of people. Um, and like some stuff he says, I agree with some stuff. I'd, I'm like, all right, buddy, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe take a step back on that one. But I wish I'd known him earlier before. Um, just cause like it's just that it's a different viewpoint, something that like I don't get to hear all too often you know anymore and and he and i had talked you know a couple times on different points and like hey like oh, okay so we don't agree on you know this subject or this subject but like we can both still talk about it and see where the other is coming from and i think that's a big problem with the modern world is that you you know it used to be that you used to be able to have people that you did not agree with on beliefs and that kind of stuff, but you could still be friends and discuss stuff with them. And, 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 you know, at the end of the day, you didn't hate the person for the way they believed. You just agreed to not agree. Mm-hmm. Not so much in today's climate, at least in the U.S. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's, um, I think you do need to have people in your life and, and stuff that you, don't agree with on it it makes you a more rounded person and it and it helps you understand that oh okay so they have a different religious belief okay why i mean it it go as far as saying you know oh they're a buddhist they're a hindu they're a what is it i always say it wrong Taoist. Taoist. you know they can be a, a jew um you know, run the mill Protestants, yeah. you know, whatever. But I, I think by having that, you you then can understand that person in their and the way they behave or whatever a little bit better because you're like, oh, so their religious views and their upbringing has shaped who they are. Right. Yeah. So and that, kind of, it's all coming back to the, the one phrase that everybody knows, but variety is the spice of life. It is. And oh, we've gotten away from that. And in America, it, like if, it's so bad. If you do not believe everything that somebody does, believes, they won't be friends with you. They won't speak with you. They'll, they'll do anything and say horrible things about you that aren't true because you're not exactly like them. And I think people find that threatening. Mm-hmm. No, so, yeah. you know, why do you want to live your life that way? What's the, what's the point of life? experience the differences yeah i think uh i think for me the the summation 
for me on life, meaning of life, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. The summation of everything, and you'll appreciate this because you were there. Uh, we lived in Idaho. It's a great place. <laughs> yeah, for three years. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of what we'd call close friends there. We had people we knew and we didn't have a lot of close friends and we lived in a town that was pretty isolated and pretty cliquish. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we weren't the most popular people in town when we lived there. Uh, we tried to shop locally and do everything locally and support the local town and everything. But eventually we moved and we moved across the country to another part of the country. And, you know, it's been almost nigh on a decade. It's been over a decade. It's Ooh, been close. 16 years since we were in Idaho. What? No. It, no, it's been uh, close to 16 years. Josh was in the third. third. It's been 14 years. 14 years, folks, since we were in Idaho. When he left 14 years ago. Yes, yes. Rub your head in agony. 14 years. Is this what getting old feels like? <laughs> yes. yes it is. Someone <laughs> says it's been 14 years and you go, what the hell? Uh, um, but anyway, it's been 14 years since we've been there. And somebody, I, your mother and I know, happened to be at a function that someone from the town we lived in in Idaho was attending. Mm. Anyway, they happened across one another and uh, the person your mother and I knew said, oh, well, you know, my daughter and son-in-law used to live in blah, blah, blah Idaho and that's where we're from. Oh, really? Well, what do you do there? Well, blah, da, da. Wow, well, that's what my son-in-law used to do. Oh, well, I'm at blah, da, da place. That's where my son-in-law was. Yeah. And this person went, well, is your son-in-law's name? And mentioned my name. And this person said, you know, yeah. No, that's them. And uh, <laughs> the person from Idaho said, I still get questioned every day as to what happened to them, how are they, are they doing well, <laughs> we love them, they were great, they were part of the community, you know. Uh, and we've been gone from there for a long time. Yeah. And so I think what that did for me was reiterate, you never truly understand the impact you have on people. Right. You'll never know. Because people won't ever tell you face-to-face -face what impact you've had unless it's been a major thing. But, uh, yeah, there you go. 14 years later, that yeah. whole community still remembers us. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And remembers us fondly. Which is surprising. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I only had the beach of brother in the front yard. How many times? I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of incidents. <laughs> yeah. They remember us fondly. They, they, they ask after us. They wonder what happened to us. Yeah. Man, I miss that place. <laughs> no, you, you don't. Miss, you miss the loose course in the front yard. <laughs> You're right. I miss being young and in that place. I certainly, I certainly remember a young person stood up at a window at point in time and went, it's snowing? It's my birthday. I'm a summer baby. <laughs> in, in my defense, it was June 6th. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and four inches of snow on June the 6th isn't cool for anybody. Oh, 
Man, it all just turned to slush. I mean, ugh. Yeah, it's gone by the next day. Yeah, and then we got like two months of summer, and then it was back to winter. <laughs> 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 uh, but I, I think that's a pretty good spot to end on. Uh, yeah. Um, you never know what impact you're going to have on someone. Um, it may not be a point to life, but you know, be kind to everybody out there, and and, and enjoy it. Yeah. Have a good time out there. Don't um, worry. Yeah. Be happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so everybody out there, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this episode is probably definitely not coming out early Friday that it normally does because I have work tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it'll be out late Friday or the next day at the latest. Um, but thanks so much for listening. I think we're only going to have two more episodes this season, two or three. And we'll call it there. And then mom and dad will take over the channel for a little bit because I've got some uh, super cool pocket. guy training to go do. All right. Uh, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Au revoir.